0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of our Off-Road Rhetoric series here on Whiskey Throttle Media. I'm your host, Brent Bowser. Before we jump in the podcast, I want to give a shout out to Factory Connection for coming on board and sponsoring our podcast. They're a big supporter of Whiskey Throttle Media. Lots of our test bikes have Factory Connection suspension on them, and they just do really good work. They've been around a long time. They offer lots of different services for your suspension, full rebuilds, revalve, pretty much everything suspension related that you need. You can... Get done at Factory Connection. So if you haven't had a chance, go on to factoryconnection.com and see what products and services they have available. We're back here today with SLR Honda rider, Tyler Lynn. What's going on, Tyler? How are you, man? I'm doing awesome. Just stoked to be back on the show. Heck yeah, man. And uh, I'm not sure about you. I didn't party too hard on the Super Bowl, but what were your thoughts yesterday on the game? Oh, you know, honestly, like I don't pay attention to football hardly
1: at all, you know, and obviously it seems like every year the Super Bowl comes around and I always seem to pick one side or the other. And, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to pay attention to the game. But I always catch myself, you know, starting to look at the score, then starting to get deeper and deeper <laughs> into the game <laughs> or whatnot. We were snowboarding yesterday and stuff. Oh, right was driving, driving home while it started and stuff. And we got home just just after halftime and watched a little bit. But, you know, I, I catch myself getting too, mm. <laughs> too, too involved in something that I don't really care about.
0: Yeah. I know. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a Cowboys fan. And so I really didn't care who won yesterday. I wanted the 49ers to win just because I think they, I don't know, Chiefs won enough. So I'm like, yeah, let's get it somebody else. But you know what? Like I'm always pretty bad. I seems like I always lose. So like pick, always pick the team opposite of what I pick and you probably end up uh, in a good spot. Oh, for sure. It's it's the same
1: same for me. I, <laughs> I ended up just choosing the forty ers just kinda uh-huh. that's just what I chose. I'm not really sure exactly why, but obviously they ended up losing. So I was like, man, you know,
0: maybe my choices are always wrong too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, cool, man. I wanted like I said, it's cool to catch back up with you. A lot of new things for you for this year. Uh, we'll talk about a couple of them. But first, you know, for twenty twenty four, you made the switch over to SLR Honda from Uh, previously you were on that Precision Concepts Kawasaki team and I think they pretty much folded up shop right they've been around for a long time and you know it's kind of a bummer to hear that you know they weren't going to be around anymore and uh, but you know at least you landed on your feet on the SLR deal and kind of talk about you know did you know the Kawasaki thing was pretty much up last year and, and then talk about a little bit you know signing with SLR. Yeah for sure obviously you've made the switch to a new team and
1: That's just what I've been busy with the last few months. But yeah, yeah, beginning uh, last year, about in the summer, you know, um, things are just a little quiet. We was all on a big summer break. Everyone had you know a few months off, and things just uh, to seem you know was was a little quieter than normal. Kind of you know usually stuff starts happening for for the following season. Kind of at the beginning of summer and summer and stuff. So I was kind of just waiting and waiting, and then I finally you know ended up getting a call from uh, Ryan Holiday from Kawasaki, you know, and I was expecting just. Just kind of the same thing that I got a call from just the last previous two years or whatever, but it ended up being a total, total different conversation than what I was expecting, yeah. you know, and they saying that, you know, the team wasn't going to be a thing next year and they wasn't up in their contract and stuff. And so I was like, oh man, you know, like the <laughs> thing that was, that was totally like unexpected, I guess not totally unexpected. I felt like I maybe knew something was going on, but like I mm-hmm. didn't expect it. I didn't want it to be true, you know? Yeah. and um, You know, so obviously then I talked to Holiday and then I talked to Robbie just, just minutes after and stuff and talked to him about it and we had a good conversation. And man, it seemed like, uh, you know, Mark Samuels from Honda was already planning on uh, coming and offered me something or wanted to, to get me on his team, you know, and so yeah. after that, we kind of knew obviously the team wasn't going to be going on next year. So Robbie kind of, you know, let some people know that I was free and so did my trainer, Miles Brazil. He kind of had contact with, Mark, I think, as well, and stuff. And I had a call within Mark from, I think, the the next day or two. I was already in contact with Mark for for the following year. So, like, it wasn't really much of a spot. Like, man, what am I gonna do? You know, yeah. Uh, for mm-hmm. next year, it seemed to happen all pretty quickly and stuff, which I'm I'm very grateful for. And you
0: know, it wasn't much of like a stressful time period. Yeah, it's crazy because you know Robbie Bell, who ran that team, you know, he was a longtime racer himself uh, in Zone right and um he's had that team for a long time so it's kind of a bummer to see you know kawasaki pull that support um especially with the new model they were coming out with you know that you guys have been riding and stuff like that so you know i know budgets are tight and things like that but i don't know i feel like the west coast off-road is still pretty big and so it it's kind of a bummer and a surprise to see that team go away after such a long time oh for sure you know obviously
1: uh me me and zach bell was previously on the team you know and with that team folding one way or another, whether I stayed with them or not, you know, it leaves, it leaves two riders with, without a ride for, mm-hmm. for this year, you know, depending on who that could have been me or, or Zach or anybody, you know, it leaves, leaves yeah. a couple of people without a job, which is a bummer. You know, it's, we hate to see that, you know, like, yeah, it hurts the industry, you know, more than people I think understand or whatnot, you know, like yep. it, it keeps things just going or whatnot. And, um, you know, yeah, Robbie, Robbie and his dad, Bob, yeah, they'd been running that team for, I think, the, that specific team for, yeah, years. You know, Bob's been running, helping run a team for his son for, you know, 20-plus years, and then mm-hmm. Robbie started running his own just after he retired, I think, in 2017 and stuff, and started getting some serious support from Cowie or whatever, and it's, he was at it a long time and did an absolutely amazing job. Like, it, you know, it mm-hmm. was an unforgettable experience for me, and, you know, it's it's a bummer to see Robbie not not in the industry uh, as in running a team, you know. But I know he's off doing his own thing, training riders and stuff. And Bob with Precision Concepts is still at the race, helping people with suspension. And yeah. I get to see Bob at every race and get to hang out with him. And so things things are same but different,
0: you know. Yeah, for sure. But had that's pretty cool, you know. Unfortunately, that, you know Zach Bill, I know it didn't end up with a ride for this year, and um, he, he's not racing, but. Uh, for you though, getting, you know, on SLR Honda, which I mean, you got to admit when you just go to the races and see their setup, I mean, their top notch, their bikes, their, you know, pit presence and, and Mark's obviously had a successful run with that team. So had it been pretty exciting to get on that team. And, um, uh, I'm curious though, you know, going from the Cowie to the Honda, did it take a little bit of time to adapt or did you feel at home right away or was it are you still working through the kinks on that?
1: um yeah honestly jumping from the cowie to the honda i thought it was going to be a bigger switch um than i expected because going from the yamaha to the cowie it was it was a big switch and it took me a minute to to get comfortable with racing and kind of get comfortable with it but it seems like as soon as i jumped on the honda like mark has built a great bike and i was able to to get comfy like super quickly and i felt like I i was already faster you know than i was you know previously like not just because of the bike but i was just in a good place mentally and yeah. You know like it wasn't as big as a switch obviously racing is has taken me a little bit more time to adapt like obviously i raced the cowie for two years hard and so getting on the honda like i can practice it and ride it all i want but you still don't get the race experience on the bike and so these, yeah. these first four rounds i've kind of just been learning the bike and learning a few things gotta obviously work on my starts and a few few different things or whatnot but like the switch was was much easier you know than i expected and yeah like you're saying about about the the look of march team and stuff like yeah, yeah yeah from the outside like looking in you're like wow like you know that team is top notch and obviously from the inside it's top notch as well but you know you get to see you know everyone wearing a monster helmet and mm-hmm. you know obviously that, that stuff is like me as a little kid i dreamed about like oh man you know like maybe one day i could you know maybe have a monster helmet and getting to experience that now is like yeah oh, kind of unreal like you know it's it's just like cool and you know i'm taking it all
0: in and it's just been been a uh, you know a wonderful experience so far. Yeah, they have some cool sponsors, you know, Monster and uh I think Skechers as well. And uh, you know, they the team the team has grown over the last couple of years. You know, I know he's uh um supporting some of the amateur guys in the supercross futures with Parker Ross and Jack Pascal and and all that, so it's cool that he's not just in the off road and he's he's kind of dabbling in a lot of things for that team, so it's it's cool to see that you know it seems like it's growing every year, and hopefully we'll be around for quite some time oh, for sure, yeah, yeah, with him running his amateur motocross uh team, you know
1: it's it helps with sponsors and stuff, and it's really cool to see and then running an off road team and honestly one of one of the coolest things I feel like for me coming into this team was the Baja racing, like, I know mm-hmm. he's, he does Baja racing and stuff, and like we talked about last year, I, I come from, from desert racing, I, I've raced Baja once before, but, like, I've desert raced my whole life, and, like, I feel like that's that's where my skill set is really the best, and so, like, now that I get to experience going down to Baja with the best team that's, that's raced in Baja in, in the recent years, or, you know, in obviously a long time, obviously on a Honda, like, I'm super excited about, and like that was one of the things I, I felt like I've I've looked forward to the most is is getting out back to Baja, you know, yeah. with these guys. And I'm excited to to go and learn learn, you know,
0: the ropes a little better and get out there. Yeah. And I think Mark's won that Baja I think it was five times now, him and the team. And um it's pretty gnarly down there. Obviously, you know, we have, they had that in incident last year with um Cade Walker and he's still recovering from all that. So Baja's no joke and so you're excited to get an opportunity to ride that where I think most, I mean, it's obviously a really cool event, but at the same time, it's pretty dangerous and gnarly. So so that's cool that you're looking forward to that stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Obviously, the
1: incident with Kay, that that was a bummer. And I'm glad that he's he's doing well and recovering well. But yeah, yeah, most people, I feel like when they look at Baja, it's like, yeah, it looks super dangerous. And obviously, it is one of the, the most dangerous events, I feel like, you know, yeah. in the off-road industry. But for me, like I said, I, I grew up doing desert racing, and I feel like that's where my skill set is probably the best at. And so, like, I feel super comfortable with racing in the desert and doing my job in the desert. And so, like, I know that my skill gonna going to, you know, go, move over to Baja really well. And I'm excited just to get down there and, and ride something, you know, a little different, but the same at the same time, you know, like, just I feel like I could be, you know, a really good Baja
0: race like I like I said I just love desert racing and I'm excited to get down there yeah no that's cool so you, you met, so you're more of a desert racer you grew up racing that are you still based up in Utah yep yep still still here in Utah and you know the majority of the racing
1: here obviously they have some motocross series and stuff but the most people race desert here or whatnot and stuff and so like that's just what I did growing up and and that's obviously how I, I kick-started, you know, my my career, my racing career, you know, and getting these teams and stuff was through hare and Hound Racing and Desert Racing. So, you know, it'll be cool to
0: kind of get back to my roots a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Do you guys have a lot of snow up there right now? Are you even able to ride up there or uh are you just kind of hitting slopes? Yeah, so obviously I, I snowboarded yesterday, but um, man, up in the mountains,
1: we've had a lot of snow. It's been snowing on us recently, but I have a few spots that don't get as much snow or even when they do get snow, it's kind of sandy. So it's not as bad, but this winter has been, been honestly pretty good for us riding. Like I've been able to ride all winter, you know, and in between races, like there really hasn't been an instance where I felt like the snow has hindered my riding where mm-hmm. as of last winter, like we had one of the, the worst winters in my yeah. last summer in <laughs> Utah for, for recent years. And so last year for the, you know, the first four, four months of, uh, 2023 like i was not able to ride at home like if i was Mm -hmm. gonna ride i would have had to have traveled you know three three plus hours to just get to a place to ride and stuff so i felt like that hindered me last year but this year like we haven't had like our winter's been pretty mild like we've been getting plenty of snow and um you know and rain but we hasn't quite stuck in the valleys too much and i've been able to, to ride where almost wherever i want but just get the time on the
0: bike that i feel like i need yeah, no, that's cool. It's, in, I'm sure, being up there in Utah, it's, it's probably a lot nicer, you know, weather, climate, people than you know being stuck in California. So you're, you're probably not too bummed about that. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like you know, like I said, <laughs> I grew up here in Utah, but you know, it's obviously not,
1: not bagging on the California guys or, or whatnot. But I, I do believe that Utah is the best place to be, and you know, has the the diversity terrain and. You know, we might not have as much
0: motocross tracks, but I feel like we have, you know, everything else that they don't have. Cool. Well, so we'll talk a little bit. So you're racing in the works and in GPC for 2024, similar to 2023. And so we'll talk about the work series first. So, you know, the, we've had two rounds um, so far and you went 3-1. So you got a win at Glen Helen. Um, that had been pretty cool, right? I mean, pretty good start to the series. You're in second in the points behind DARE. Martill and uh, it's you've had a pretty good go uh, the first two rounds for the work series kind of summarize you know h- how's it been going so far and you're pretty uh stoked at your writing
1: yeah yeah for sure obviously you know with work tracing I've, I've started the year off you know better than I have in previous years which which I'm super glad about like obviously I started off with the win last year but the second round I went like a sixth or a seventh or something. but this year with a 3-1 you know like I feel like we're starting off on the right foot and obviously round one was in Taft and Taft has kind of been a place for me on my 450, at least that I've just, I've never been able to, to figure out, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how to race there super well, or like I, I hadn't till like, I feel like the last round last year, I kind of figured something out, you know, about racing there. Then going into the first round this year, I am still a little worried or whatnot. Yeah. And I go out and, you know, obviously I felt like it was one of my best rides that I've had at Taft, but I just kind of, on the new bike I just got a little tense mm-hmm. you know and a little uh, uncomfortable just you know I wasn't sure if, you know what to expect or whatnot so I kind of you know put myself back a little bit at the beginning of the race at the first round but I came came back pretty strong in the the second half of the race you know and ended up with the third which I was, I was glad about I think you know that was Kind of what my expectation was is just get on the podium and then obviously coming into Glen Helen, like Glen Helen's a place where all the Southern Californians or even anybody in California gets to ride mm-hmm. a lot, you know, every Tuesday or Thursday or even weekend and yep. can go race the SRAGP or motocross stuff. And so it's a place that a lot of those guys have, you know, some serious experience at. Yeah, yeah. Whereas me, I obviously I've ridden there a decent amount now and race there a decent amount. But to go and get a win at Glen Helen, like it shows that, like, okay, like, these guys get a practice here, but I, I have the speed to, mm-hmm. to you know, do, do what they can do, and to get a win at Glen Helen is honestly, you know, a check off my list. Just, it's, I feel like, a place to win, you know, where everyone else knows how to go fast. Like, to get a win there is something that I'm proud of, and obviously, you know, the first two rounds have, have went well for works, you know, and so I'm just going to try keeping that going throughout the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, and two polar opposite tracks right taft and in Helen. Helen. so i'm i'm based in bakersfield i actually grew up in taft so you know if you're it, it, the dirt there is just so different than most places that we have around here so i feel like like for me it feels comfortable i obviously not going the speed you guys are going but i'm used to that type of dirt and how it develops and you, it's just different where i can see you know if you're not used to riding that on there that type of terrain a lot it's it catches you off guard and depending on if there's moisture in the ground or not, you know, it's, it's sticky or if it's dry, it's, it's slick and you can't see where you're going because I call it that moon dirt out there. So it just depends on the time of year and what type of weather you get. And then, you know, you go to Glen Helen and I mean, Glen Helen's in my opinion, one of the, the funnest GPs that we have. And again, as long as the weather's cooperating, I know when you guys were there, the wind was blowing and they had rain before earlier in the week. And so, when you have those type of conditions there, it's it's pretty it's pretty tough, that's for sure.
1: Oh, for sure. And like like you're talking about in Taft, it just has that, you know, different different type of dirt or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like I've tried to find places here in Utah to like replicate just like something like that, but it's just like <laughs> it's just not the same. I, I've looked, you know, and tried riding different places, but you can never get quite the same. Yeah, just that style of riding or whatever. So it just seems like from race to race, I kinda gotta just reflect and say, think you know, what, what did I do bad or what can I do better or whatnot? And so I feel like I've got years of experience there too. And so I've just kind of, you know, collected all the data that I've, I've got through, you know, myself and I'm slowly figuring it out, you know, maybe a little slower than I expected myself to, but I'm glad that I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat figuring it out. And then like Glen Helen, like you said, it's, it's probably one of the funnest, if not the funnest Mm -hmm. venues of the year or whatnot. And yeah, we didn't have the best weather, but you know, they they had to make a track change for Sunday, for the race, but it ended up being you know working out a little bit more technical in areas, but it was a pretty fast race course. But yeah, between Taft and Glen Helen, they're they're
0: definitely you know two different race tracks for sure. Yeah, then switching over to um, the NGPC series for the first two rounds there. Uh, you know, first round at Delano, you went you ha- you got a seventh, and then you got a sixth at uh, Taft, which interesting you know that delano track uh hasn't really been around a whole lot and the, again that dirt there is very different than you know taft and glenn Helen, and maybe you have some similar type of train up there in utah but it looks great it's that dark chocolate looking dirt but it gets very slick and it's like grabby at the same time so uh what were your thoughts at, at the first round for the ngpc at delano yeah, yeah. Obviously, I was, I was a little worried because
1: we, you know, started getting a little bit of rain there Saturday, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a, a replay of of the oh, first God. round last year when we had the, the oh, huge matter yeah. But you know, obviously, ended up being you know really good conditions. And yeah, it's, it's a different place. It keeps you on your toes because, like, some places you just have all the traction in the world, where mm-hmm. some other spots it's just it's super slick and hard pack and blue groove and dry, <clears throat> and. You know, so it's it's a place that you know, obviously, yeah, we haven't raced that a lot, and so there's not too much experience there. But like for for me getting a seventh, like I think if I would have got a seventh last year, you know, I would have been more frustrated with myself. But the seventh that I got this year, you know, I I felt like my riding was was the best that I've had there, and you know, I was you know not stoked, super stoked on my ride, but like I was happy with like you know like my speed, and I felt like I wasn't too far off. Obviously a bad start definitely didn't help my case, but, you know, and I struggled to to pass some people to where some other people could make passes easier, but, like, I was, you know, not super disappointed in myself with the seventh, I know it's not where we need to finish, or where the team wants me to, or where I want to, but, you know, to go and feel the speed that I felt, and, you know, the com- the comfort that I had, I know that we're making steps in the right direction in these tracks, that usually I suck at, and I, I hate racing there, and <laughs> you know, I, I feel like I'm I'm never comfortable and I'm never happy with myself. So leaving Delano, even with the seventh, I was, I was actually somewhat satisfied. And then obviously going back to Taft for round two of the NGPC series, you know, I it's another place where I feel like, you know, I've had some good rides on the 450 now. And so like, I was I was more excited to go to Taft than probably I've ever been, you know, which wasn't too much excitement, but like I was more prepared than I felt like I've ever been. And then obviously... Sunday, you know, ended up with the sixth. Just another bad start, and I feel like the bad start for me, it wasn't about just making passes, but it set the pace for me. Just the first half, like I kind of just got in my head, like, man, I got this bad start, and kind of just, you know, mm-hmm. got got a little bit under myself. And but we we was getting near the pit, you know, when we pit near the forty five minute mark, fifty minute mark, and I was like, hey, like you need to man up, you need to. <laughs> to you know start riding your motorcycle the the way that you do on practice days and you know this is just another race you know it's not over yet and we still got 45 minutes or 50 minutes to to get things done and so I I started you know finding a pace and you know just just stopped caring about who was in front of me Mm -hmm. you know and just worried about you know myself and I started riding and I started you know picking up speed and I started picking people off I got by Mateo then I got by you know, just a few people within the, the few laps and like, I think two, two out of the last three laps of the race, I was actually the fastest on the track. And so like going back and looking at that, I was like, man, like if I could have just got, a got a hold of myself, you know, just mm-hmm. that first lap, I felt like, you know, this race could have been a total, total different outcome for me. And so it was disappointing, but like I said, it, just like Delano, it's like, I wasn't super disappointed because I felt like I rode the best that I have you know, in a sense of these races, you know, and mm-hmm. different, different things. And so I, I was proud of myself to an extent, but also like, okay, you know, you got to figure out th- these first 45 minutes to, to win these things. But I know that I have the speed now and I feel like I've known that I've had the speed for a while, but you know, I just, I, I sometimes you just got to see it to believe it, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. And it's interesting. You mentioned, you know, the starts. And for the people out there that aren't really familiar with these races, you know, they are, you know, hour and a half, for the ngpc right so you do an hour and a half and you yep. think you think oh a starts not that big of a deal but i mean you guys are pretty much sprinting the whole race and and you can see it you know on that first lap if you get a bad start you can lose you basically lose the most time on lap one um and then trying to make up that gap is is pretty tough unless you're just you know you're on a different pace than everyone else so starts do matter in these races that are an hour and a half even though you think oh you know i have enough time to come through i mean these guys are all you guys are going going for it from the start of the race to the end. Oh, for sure. And yeah, obviously, you know what
1: comes with a bad start is you, you happen to deal with the roost. And mm-hmm. like, especially Taft and Delano, like I feel like they're probably the worst roost God. of the whole series. Like the yeah. roost hurts so bad. And so like my, my bad start at Taft, I, I was, you know, not dead last. but I think I was in front of one person. But before we'd even got to the first corner, like I'd already been plowed with roost. And like I said, I feel like that's what kind of set the pace for me the first half. Like I was like, man, now I gotta deal with all this roost for the rest of the race or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. And then, you know, like I said, I just needed to, to man up a little bit and it's, it's not easy to get a bad start. I
0: just need to, to work on that. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but at Delano, um, I race on Saturday morning with the, you know, vet class or whatever. But Dude, everybody I know that race there, after, even with a chest protector and stuff like that, after we left, it looked like we were in a paintball match for six hours. Like it was, we were black and blue. That roost hurt really bad.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Like I was when, <laughs> you know, a, a chest protector, even with like little arm pads and shoulder pads, mm-hmm. you know, just little, little thin stuff. But like, you know, I felt like I had pretty good protection. But like, man, no matter how much protection you can wear, like yeah. you're still having to just take take the faithful or you know the whole body full of roost and nobody likes getting roost i don't care who you are no. nobody <laughs> likes getting roost especially when it's that hard you know and so like i said i just let that set the pace for me and which is unfortunate but just that's just one thing that i i have to be better at
0: for sure and it's kind of cool you know both of these series uh similar type of tracks you know i i know that each each series makes their own changes to these venues. Like if you go to Taft for works and NGPC, like we've done so far this year, similar tracks, maybe a little, little different. I know works adds in some, you know, pro sections with logs and stuff like that. And NGPC doesn't always do that, but now we're going for NGPC. You know, the next race is at Glen Helen in a couple of weeks. So it's pretty cool that, you know, you got a works race there that you won and now we're going back. So it's, you probably you probably looked forward to some of these events that we go to, with the series going to the same venues um, just on different weekends.
1: Yeah, for sure. Obviously, you know, with my win in, in Glen Helen, it obviously, obviously gives me confidence you know, and excitement to get back to Glen Helen for the NGPC. And even last year for the NGPC, I think I ended up a sixth on the day. But after some protests and stuff, I ended up fifth. But like last year on the, the second half of the race, I felt like it was one of my best drives last year of just the speed that I had. So I'm excited to, to get to Glen Helen after working on some starts and stuff and to, to get there and hopefully, you know, get on the box or just, you know, to get closer to the front pack, you know, off the start, Mm -hmm. and just be there, you know, like I felt like I lost the front pack right off the start of, of both races. And so I just want to go and get some experience, you know, hopefully with a better start and just, just prove that, you know, that I'm, I'm, you know, have the speed to be up there off the start and, you know
0: i'm just excited to to get there and race as well for sure so i want to ask you a few things on on bike bike questions you know going you were on the cowie for a couple of years and, and going to the honda and you can get into as much or as little as you want but what's one thing that the bike on the honda that does really well that surprises you and uh maybe one thing that you're you know you're having to work through compared to the cowie just just kind of summarize you know get on the honda and what's what surprised you and what's something that you're still having to work on to get some comfort for sure like like I said the, the bikes like it took me you know not long
1: to get comfortable on the Honda and I feel like the bikes wasn't as big as a difference to me like once I got on the Honda the, the biggest thing for me that I noticed is just how well the bike corners you know and I feel like that's kind of a Honda thing like it's always been said the Honda's corner super well but for me never riding one I I never really fully understood and Like, my first day on the Honda, I was like, wow, like, this thing, you know, like, just, if you just go into the corners and just trust it, like, it just, it just turns, Mm -hmm. and so, like, that was one thing that really surprised me, like, it just had that ability to, and confidence, like, it just gave me the confidence right away to just hit corners at a, at a new speed, and, you know the one thing that I feel like I'm I'm having to kind of more get used to, or you know, it's not bad, but you know, is maybe like the stability of the bike. Which yeah. The bike still yeah. feels really well, and I feel like you know it's super stable. But the Cowie is obviously a little longer of a bike. Yeah. And, you know, maybe didn't corner as well, but in some areas, the the bike just feels a little longer on the Cowie, and it was just a little bit more stable. Yeah. And so I'm, you know, got to get used to the Honda. You know, just getting getting out from under me just a little bit. You know, which isn't a bad thing. Sometimes, you know, it's just the bike bike doing its its work. But like, that's yeah. one thing that I, I am getting slightly used to. I've made a little bit of bike changes just to to try different things or whatnot. I'm I'm learning the bike super quick, which is a good thing. But like the Honda, like I said, there's no complaints about it, and like I'm super comfortable. But obviously, there's there's always room for improvement. No matter how good the bike is, you can always do stuff to make the bike better as well. You know.
0: Yeah, and for sure, and that's one thing I, you know, I, I was a Honda guy for a long time, and that's one thing I noticed with the Cowies, just the stability of them, you know, through fast sections where Honda is maybe a little bit more twitchy, but um, that's cool. That and you got a teammate Cole Martinez. I'm not sure, you know, obviously if you guys, you know, share setup tips or if he, if he's like, man, this this has worked well because, you, know, I'm I'm assuming when you guys go to all these different tracks that are totally different. That you guys are making adjustments you're not just running what you know you run at the last trade last track here so you got all these tracks have different soil and how they develop and stuff so you guys especially first year on the bike you're probably having to figure that out as you go where maybe in the past with a cow you're like oh this track we did this so you had some like you know i guess tips on how to set up your bike and where this year it's, it's still you're still learning and how to set up your bike for each track
1: oh for sure yeah obviously having Cole on the team he's had experience with the bike and so you know I know he's helped develop and you know get the bike that we're riding to where it is now and stuff and so we're we're pretty much on the same settings as what well, from what I believe but you know yeah going to each track obviously you know we're making clicker adjustments and maybe side changes or you know minuscule adjustments per each track you know to, to try making the bike better but you know nothing nothing too huge and You know, but yeah, it is a learning curve for me, obviously getting on the Honda to knowing what, what way I need to go with things or, you know, how to, how to make these adjustments per, per different race. You know, we're on the Cowie with the team, they, they'd been on that bike for, I think four or three years previous to me, even getting on the team. And so they had, you know, books and, you know, just different Mm -hmm. things, you know, wrote about each race of where, where the bike's the best at or whatnot. So we had a good base for each race. On the cowie where i feel like the honda we have a good base but i have to kind of learn yeah which way i need to go on the bike to to make it better for each track for sure and so
0: talking about the tracks um you know like we like i mentioned both series go to pretty much the same tracks uh, i know i think works maybe goes they go you know farther east um that ngpc doesn't but so question for you is What's one of your favorite tracks on the circuit, and what's one of your least favorite tracks on the circuit? Oh man! Well, obviously, you know, going back to
1: last year, like one of my favorite tracks on the circuit was uh, Bunker Hill, the NGPC, and obviously that's not on the schedule. So, mm-hmm. you know, all, you know, that was probably my favorite round. But my favorite round that's currently, you know, on the schedule for both series, you know, is probably Blythe or Havasu. Like oh, I, I like okay. and we have. A lot of sand here in utah or whatnot so i feel like the sand rounds is always or even mesquite Blythe, have a mesquite you know or are like my favorites or whatnot but i guess i guess i probably have to say mesquite is my very favorite just like i said i like the sand and it's just a grind to race there and Mm -hmm. like it's closer to home but like it's just one that i've always enjoyed no matter the outcome and i always have fun there and then my least favorite Man, is either pro is probably Delano, really. Like, I feel <laughs> yeah. like, like, the first round this year, you know, kind of changed my head about it a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I used to just despise the place, but like, I felt like I had a better <laughs> ride there. And obviously, that always helps, but I feel like yeah. Delano is just one that's so out of my element. Yeah. That, you know, it- it's one that I'm like, okay, I can probably put that, you know, my least favorite, which yeah. it's still like, I like all of them. Like, they're all still like have their own things that's super fun about them, but that mm-hmm. one's definitely probably at the bottom of the list.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much as far away as, as, as from sand as you can possibly get. So yep. th- that would make sense. And it's interesting that you say, you know, Havasu is one of your favorites, where for me, it's one of my least favorites because that place is just a grind. I mean, it's I, it gets so rough. And if, I, if if you don't, you know, some of these tracks, you can probably get away with a little bit of stamina, you know, because they're a little smoother. But at Havasu, man, it really exposes you if you're not in shape. And, and it's it's gnarly. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, and, you know, Havasu, it's it's weird because it's a place that I've always really
1: enjoyed. And on the 250, I had some, you know, pretty good results there. But on the 450, uh, I've still yet to to get a result that I'm, like, super proud of at Havasu. You know, for me liking Havasu and not getting, you know, a good result, never being proud of myself, you know, it's kind of weird to say. But, like, it, you know, it's almost like I do enjoy the grind a little bit. But it's a place that... I feel like as soon as, you know, not that I figure it out, but just as soon as, you know, I maybe, you know, just make that little bit of a change that, you know, it, it's going to be a place that it's going to be one of my favorite, you know, best places for me to race, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, I always enjoy it and I always go into it with a good mindset, but I
0: just need to go and have the good result and I know it'll even be better for me after that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. One thing I want to, a couple things I want to chat with you again, since you're racing both series and kind of just want to ask these questions to you guys is, you know, we, it's flip-flop over the years. You know, you have the works, you know, used to be a real big series and, and NGPC. It's like they flip-flopped over the years and now it seems like NGPC, you know, has more of the, the support from the teams. And, and, you know, you got, you know, Dante and, and Mateo that show up there. You have the, the Escobarna guys that show up there. And so you just have a, uh, a few more, pros that show up to the ngpc rather than works um is there a series that you prefer just the way maybe they set up the tracks or the the format or anything like that or are they just pretty similar that it's it's just another race to you
1: yeah yeah and obviously yeah like you said over the years it's kind of kind of flip-flopped (laughs) where works was kind of obviously been around for longer than ngpc but Mm -hmm. you know works has been the bigger series of the two for for recent years up until you know probably two about two years ago or a year ago even like works was kind of you know started falling off a little bit ngpc started catching traction which i think it, it's a big thing that it's an ama series like yeah. obviously manufacturers mm-hmm. like that and you know know that ama have their stuff together where works is kind of just ran by a dude that runs the series but really doesn't right. have much to do with the industry you know where ama has everything to do with the industry a good point. And so, so I feel like that's why NGPC is kind of just moving into the bigger series. Um, But for me between the series, like I really like both, they're both good series, but I still prefer work racing, you know, Mm -hmm. their tracks. Obviously we race at a lot of the same venues and stuff, but like, I like what works does when they add a pro section and make it a little bit more technical and stuff. Like I said, I come from desert racing and I've raced some Enduro cross locally and stuff. And I'm a better technical rider you know, I feel like than most or whatever. So when we get to some technical when they add some technical mm-hmm. stuff to the track that always I always enjoy it more. Yeah. You know, just because like I finally feel like, man, it's it's more under my skill set where it's not just a glorified motor race. It's finally yep, yep. you know you gotta have the moto skill, but you also gotta have skills of yeah an off-roader and you know of kind of, you know, that's kind of what off-road's supposed to be, just kind of a mix of it all. So I feel like works racing does a, a good job at that where NGPC not so much you know, where it's yep, more yep. of just a motor race. And obviously NGPCs are shorter too. And I like the two hours that works. Mm-hmm. does. Like I like the longer race time. Obviously we get more tired, but yeah, like, I feel like, you know, it gives us more time to race. And, you know, like that last 30 minutes between the NGPC hour and a half to the works two hours, like that 30 minutes difference is, is a huge difference. Like oh, yeah, some people sure. really fall off at the hour and a half where like, I feel like at the hour and a half, I, you know, still got a good, 30 minutes in me where I can make more passes and mm-hmm. continue to put some fast laps down, you know, which
0: is just the thing that I struggle with for the NGPCs, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, you think about the NGPC um, and, and works. they go to all, you know, similar venues, uh, most, if not all the same places, maybe there's a couple of rounds that, that different for each series. But like you said, NGPC is more of a, It is a Grand Prix, but it's more of a glorified moto track where at the work series, it's cool to see when they add those pro sections that you guys go to. And I I specifically remember, I want to say it was at the end of 2022 Prim. uh, I was there and I was watching the pro race and uh, you were out front, I believe, and they had that section in the middle of the track that was like a bunch of doubles and you guys were hitting this tire double. I don't know if you remember that, what I'm talking about, but I was like, dude, that thing was insane. No chance in hell that I'm doing that. And then you guys just... And you guys didn't get to see that, right? You or you didn't you got to see it, but you didn't get to ride it until a pro race. You just come through the first lap and just send it like no big deal. So you, you can definitely see the technical side of uh, your riding, uh, you know, on those types of tracks.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, like you was talking about prim, prim that year. Yeah, we had a set of doubles, then a, a big tire double at the end, <laughs> and yeah, we don't get to ride that stuff. So it's all just looking at it with with the eye, then getting on mm-hmm. the motorcycle, and you know, like I said, I I feel like that's where my skill set is one of the best at, and so like i ride that stuff even on a practice day when i'm just cruising around like i go find just big rocks and big obstacles just to go over just just to make myself a better rider and that i enjoy that and so like when we get to the races i feel like some of these guys see that stuff and kind of panic yeah where he is just like man i see the stuff and it, it excites me i'm like yes you know like yeah this is gonna be fun it's gonna be a challenge you know but like it excites me because i i know that i have the skill set to do it and you know that I, I just enjoy that stuff, and it just you know goes to showcase the the different skill sets that different riders have. You know, because there are some riders that can go out there and be mm-hmm. the fastest dude on the track, but cannot yeah. even go hit a log. You know, yeah,
0: uh-huh. I feel that in my soul. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you know, yeah. No, and speaking of that same race, I remember they had that uh, that downhill rock garden, which it wasn't very big, and I'm sure for you guys is pretty easy. But I remember seeing that on the first hop on classified and I thought, Oh God, I'm going to have a long day here. So (laughs) it's just free, but for you guys, it's, it's really not a big deal at all. Oh, for sure. And and like I said, you know, I feel like for
1: some of the pros, like some of the pros see and they, you know, they like, they, like I said, they panic a little bit. Mm -hmm. But for me, I I see that stuff and it excites me and it just like, man, like, yes, you know, it's going to make the racing even funner. And it, you know, just just gives me a little bit more confidence knowing, you know, when we have some technical stuff, just cause I know that that's, that's what I'm better at, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, I always like to get things that I'm better at, but you know, things that just differ than just a solid motocross race, you know?
0: For sure. A couple more questions. So what is one thing that you, you know, really enjoy about the series and what's one thing or what's even two things that you think that, that you would like to see or wish they would do better or just some improvements since you've been around doing these series for quite a long time. Just kind of talk about, you know, what you, what you like the most and what's something that you think that they can do to, to improve the series. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, you know, I like the grand Prix star racing. Like I think it's, it's a very good thing.
1: It's safer than desert racing, which is, which is good. You know, and I just enjoy that we always have a prep track and, you know, that it's water and there's less dust. And, you know, I just enjoy that, you know, you get a ride several times on the weekend instead of one. Like, I feel like (laughs) that's huge, right? GNCC guys are even desert racers, you know, they race once on the weekend and it's over where for us, we at least get a practice. And uh, some of the other people that's outside the pro class sometimes get a race, you know, two, if not three times, depending on the series, Mm -hmm. whatever. So, So I like that. It's more, you know, just, you know, like, I'm trying to trying to think of how to put this into words, but just just a place like both the series is just a place for people to go hang out for the weekend, you know. It's, yeah, it's exactly. Thing, you know, instead of just a one day event. So, mm-hmm. like, I think that's really cool. You know, and obviously for for both the series, you know, I think you know, obviously for for NGPC, I'd like to see him come back to Utah. You know, like get mm-hmm. out of California.
0: <laughs> yeah. You
1: know, like for you know for it being a national series, I understand that California is where where most people are from, but. Yeah. For other people that's outside california you know everybody's got to travel that far to try and make it to their series where in recent years they've came to utah and they've had some a couple you know rounds in utah and yeah. you know even like and but obviously prim's kind of off the schedule now but mm-hmm. i'd like to see you know like NGPC you know make it back to utah and make it to some of these different states to kind of showcase some of these other riders that maybe don't have the money or don't have the time to to travel all the way to california to race but you know, still want to race close to them, you know? So I feel Mm -hmm. like for NGPC, that'd be, you know, a huge thing. And, you know, for works, I think they just need to get back to doing motorcycle-specific weekends. I feel like on the weekends when it's you have the quads and Mm -hmm. UTVs racing with the motorcycles, it obviously, you know, makes it for a jam-packed weekend, which is cool because there's lots of people there, but sometimes the UTVs and ATVs on the same weekend as the motorcycles just make the track You know, harder to race on. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes they they just make the track a highway. Like it's just yeah, kind of widen things out and just kind of just plow some things over where it's you know, like I said, just makes it a highway instead of having it a little bit rougher. You know, just some different things. I wish works would would kind of go and do that, but like both series are doing doing a great job and obviously no complaints. But like obviously there's definitely things that they could do better or whatnot and.
0: Yeah, definitely. I would just
1: like to see to see the series grow grow out here more to Utah, and you know, even into you know more rounds in Arizona or you know Nevada, Idaho. You know, there's even Washington, Oregon. There's there's other states in California. So I feel like it's just hard for somebody that has to travel so much. To see everything gets scheduled all within you know the same state and all within so close for everyone. But
0: then you know, people that's trying to make it happen here in Utah, it's so much harder for them. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. The works, you know, I know they, in the past, they've had separate weekends for the the side-by-sides and UTVs and they have a really big turnout for, for those, for those folks. Uh, but like you said, they've combined it to one weekend, which logistically for them probably makes it a lot easier, but at the same time for you guys or for us on dirt bikes, if if you're riding after they go i mean it's it, they just bake in and, and pack in the tract where it's not ideal for you know a dirt bike race so i mean i get it you know they they need a place for to to race too um but yeah i can see the you know the, the some struggles we can have with you know racing after them where in the ngpc the, tr- the tracks have develops for more of dirt bikes and we're you know, and it works. It could be if you're after those guys that you're you're having to adapt because there's probably not many lines left out there.
1: Oh, for sure. And yeah, like I said, you know,
0: obviously the four
1: wheeler riders and the the UTV guys, like they need to place to race. And it's mm-hmm. cool that works runs a, a double series like that or whatnot. But like sometimes it's just like some races, it's not bad. You know, mm-hmm. in some rounds we don't we don't like. I felt there's some venues that we could go race to for works racing but for the fact that they have the ATVs and UTVs it keeps us from going there Mm -hmm. or whatnot. So it's kind of not frustrating, but it's like, man, you know, like if works could just schedule some, you know, motorcycle specific weekends uh, at some of these different venues, you know, like we could have even a better series and, you know, more rounds than just the eight or nine that they have, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, cool. Um, a couple more and I'll let you go. So you're through, you know, the first two rounds for both series, um, we have another one coming up in two weeks at um, up north in Marysville, which is a new venue for the work series. And a couple we- or I think the weekend after that is the week of the race for Glen Helen for NGPC. But what would make twenty twenty four a successful year for you? Uh, you know, new team, new bike, uh, doing both series. What are your goals for you know for each series for the remainder of this year?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously. I have I a big goal set for myself for this year. And, you know, for, for work chasing, obviously I felt short of a championship last year. You know, I was I was in the fight up until just the last few rounds and I, you know, had a bike bike malfunction in one of the rounds, but then I kind of just injured myself. So the last few rounds last year was not the best for me, but like for work chasing, I fell short of that championship. So this year, you know, I felt like we've started the first two rounds, you know, really strongly. And so, you know, obviously I want to go, go for that number one plate. You know, like I felt like it was, in my grasp, so close last year but I just let it slip away so you know that's that's the big thing that I want to do is just continue winning and getting podiums you know every weekend and you know hopefully that just turns into a championship and for NGPC obviously you know the, the year hasn't started the best for me as of you know the results show but I feel like my riding is better you know and I just want to continue to improve every weekend and start getting on the box consistently and Hopefully, you know, throw some wins in there. You know, obviously I know Dante and all those guys are, are on it, but I feel like, you know, I can be there and I want to show, you know, to everyone else that, you know, I can win in both series and, you know, just just get as much podium and, you know, just be happy with myself with the results, you know, and just continue to to better myself. That's
0: really my goal for the NGPC for this year. And, you know, just, just work to be better every day. Yeah, somebody's got to knock Dante off that you know win streak he's on. So maybe you know maybe we'll see what what happens at Glen Helen. So that should be fun to watch. Well, cool, man. Uh, like I said, appreciate you taking the time to hop on and you know recap, kind of talk about your year. You know, new team, new bike, back in the series. We just got started, and so um, yeah, man. Good luck the rest of the year, and we'll be out at Glen Helen, and we'll we'll stop by and say what's up. Yeah, thank you guys. You know, I'm super stoked to to be able to.
1: Get a second chance at doing this and get to talk about you know and get to talk about the things that i've done this year and last year and you know i appreciate it you know you guys are helping the off-road kind of become more known and you know it's just just helping the whole motorcycle industry
0: so you know obviously thank you guys and i was super glad to be on the show yeah no problem man and we like covering these series and i think you know that's one thing why we started at the end of last year is you know these off road grand Prix or these series are big. It's like you said earlier, it's a full weekend experience, and you go out there and it's just cool. you have everybody out there camping, you know they have classes for all the amateurs they you know usually have a very good track layout, like you said, they take the time to prep the track and I know for me, I ride the thirty race on Saturday, and it's it's probably the best track of the entire weekend, so I'm kind of glad they let us old guys get the fresh track and and you young you know fast pros can get the 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 rough stuff but i think it's just an overall cool series the vibes are chill and it reminds me of just an old school motocross race because like i said you guys are accessible you know they have the pro pits right there and but everybody's just out camping having a good time so it's just a it's a fun vibe and scene to be around oh for sure you know like the off-road stuff
1: is is growing obviously continuously throughout the years but you know it's it's beginning you know it's kind of getting put more on the map and just to show how how gnarly you know some of these guys really are and mm-hmm. you know the stuff that that we go through as well you know as i know the supercross and motocross guys like they go through all the hard stuff and hardship and work hard but you know there's there's the same amount of racers here in the off road that's working just as hard and doing just as gnarly things you know as those guys that just doesn't get show showcased as much but you know i'm glad that it's getting put more on the map and you know that we're getting a little bit more recognition than we have in years
0: past agreed well, awesome man Like I said, good luck up north at the works race in a couple weeks, and we'll see you at Glen Helen.